Hello, everybody. Jace here. Quick message before we get to the main episode. Uh, you know, I try not to get too political on the show. Maybe if that's something that really interests the guest, we might get into a little bit of politics, but mostly we're here to just celebrate comics. But uh, I can't ignore what's going on in the world, specifically the Russian invasion of the Ukraine. So uh, on our Twitter, pinned as the tweet, is a link to UNICEF which is an organization that focuses on uh, areas of the world where there is a lot of strife, war going on. Specifically, they try to provide clean water, medical care, and other uh, essential needs specifically for children and families. So regardless of which side of the fence you're on, whether or not you believe that one side or the other is right or wrong, uh, we can all agree that children and their families shouldn't be suffering for the choices that their leaders are making. So please, if you have a few dollars, uh, every little bit helps. You can go to unicef.org, that's U-N-I-C-E-F dot O-R-G, and just look for the Ukraine appeal. Click there, or you can go to the Comic Source Twitter account, and the link is there for you to donate. So uh, again, appreciate the support, everybody, and I uh, hope you're all being safe out there. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another Comic Source Comic Boom collaboration. Uh, look for our DC Spotlight that has all the books, besides this one and Wonder Woman, uh, in another episode. But uh, as we did with the first two parts of War for Earth 3 and the first two parts of Trial of Amazons, we'll do those, those separately. Seems like you guys really enjoy that if you're just checking out those particular stories. So with that being said, this is the Spotlight on War for Earth 3 Part 3. Uh, only one part coming out this week. Uh, the rest of the story comes out weekly. We did have a skip week. So two weeks ago, we had the first two parts. Last week, we had nothing. This week, we have Flash. Uh, and then going forward, we'll have the uh, another part next week, I think, in Titans. And then I think it wraps up in Suicide Squad, I think. Uh, but regardless, it's Flash 780. Uh, as I said, War for Earth 3, Part 3, written by Jeremy Adams. Art is by Will Conrad. We got colors by Jeremy Cox for the first half, uh, one pages one through sixteen, and then Matt Herms does pages seventeen through nineteen, and Peter Pantazis does pages twenty through twenty-two. Letters are by Rob Lee. Uh, really enjoyed this, even though we don't. I, I mean, again, we have to make assumptions, read between the lines, sort of thing. We talked about it last time with the return of Johnny Quick. Obviously, War for Earth three. He's part of the crime syndicate. Last we saw, he was killed in Andy Schmidt's Crime Syndicate series, but we did see in the Suicide Squad that Amanda Waller's team had had gone to hell. So it certainly <laughs> seems like she's able to go back and you know pull in people that she needs. So uh, he's right there on the cover and plays a big role um, in this story, as does um, Miramas, who's a member of Rick Flagg's suicide squad who's trying to take down amanda waller but leave it to jeremy adams to not only balance the earth three stuff uh but not give uh 
you know, not skip out on the story that he's been telling. He gives us plenty uh, of context and whatnot for the story that he's been telling. We know that Jay and Irie joined Wally in Gemworld and helped him defeat Eclipso last issue. We also had the whole bombshell cliffhanger of Linda Park or Linda West gaining super speed some way. So that was kind of interesting. So when we look at this book, we do see that Johnny Quick shows up on Earth Prime and heads to the Flash Museum. Apparently, he's trying to steal the uh, the cosmic treadmill. Amanda Waller needs it for reasons. I mean, it, it makes sense. It's a very powerful artifact, a very powerful item. If she's trying to stop an incursion on Earth 3, you know, being able to travel through the Speed Force and travel through time, travel through the multiverse, definitely uh, – be useful. So meanwhile, with this newfound speed, Linda's running around looking for her kids, wondering where they are. There's a, kind of a funny moment where her, she's like, what's that smell? And it's her shoes. Cause she just has on her regular tennis shoes. She's running so fast. The rubber catches on fire. Uh, and then Wally does show up with the kids and Maxine Baker uh, back from uh, gem world. So there's a little bit of a reunion and Linda for all her bluster about, you know, saying that the kids were going to be grounded forever is is pretty happy to see them. And then uh, we get a, a scene, a quick interlude here, Iron Heights Penitentiary. The new warden is asking for the help of Blacksmith. So again, just little seeds planted by Jeremy Adams, not to neglect the storyline that uh, he's got going. And then the next morning, Wally and Linda are talking or actually, I'm sorry. It's, it's the same night. Cause Wally's talking about, man, I'd, I'd really like to be able to take a break and take a little, a uh, little nap, a little rest. And when he's talking about all the things that he has going on, it, it prompts Linda not to want to tell him about the fact that she gained these super <laughs> abilities or super speed, which I think obviously a mistake, but you can sort of understand it. And then as they're talking, the alarm goes off at the flash museum. Uh, Johnny quick is trying to, to steal the cosmic treadmill Wally goes and tries to stop him. And uh, the, uh, the mirror master shows up as well. He wants to get the cosmic treadmill to just to keep, you know, cause again, he's on the Rick flag suicide squad. They're trying to prevent Amanda Waller. So really you think mirror master and Wally should team up here, but you know, these aren't historically people that, you know, get along They're sworn yeah. enemies. <laughs> uh, so it makes sense that they wouldn't necessarily. So, uh, unfortunately, with Mirror Master showing up, it allows Johnny Quick to kind of take advantage of the confusion, the, the three-way fight here, and he is able to disappear with the uh, with the cosmic treadmill. So we'll see what the consequences of that are going to be uh, as the issue ends with uh, Wally yawning, saying, "Man, I, I need a, a long, long nap." Uh, and yeah, like I said, two more uh, parts of this. What does Amanda Waller want with the Cosmic Treadmill? We'll find out next week in Teen Titans Academy as the War for Earth 3 uh, continues. So solid issue. Um, this is uh, an instance where the art, even though it's all drawn by Will Conrad, um, it's not as consistent as it could be because we do have those different color artists working on it. Uh, but that being said, it's not any any big deal. It didn't pull me out of the story or anything. You, you kind of have to look for the differences um, cause the art overall is, is really, really solid, but yeah, this one, it, it didn't feel like it was, it was as connected to the war for earth three storyline as the first two chapters where we were on earth three. Uh, but I did appreciate that, um, 
that we got this little bit of Mirror Master and we got this little bit of Johnny Quick and it does sort of tie in and, and it's a way for Wally to be pulled in if they're going to use Wally in the War for Earth 3 uh, in, you know, either have Wally show up in the Teen Titans Academy coming up next week or the following week when we get the final chapter. So, yeah, all in all, a pretty solid issue. What do you think, Rocky? Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think I think it was pretty solid. I what it, it did feel a little bit jarring to me. I have to admit because the the first two chapters of War for Earth three were very action packed, huge adrenaline rush, a massive amount of players that were handled very well by uh, by uh, Robbie Thompson and and uh, uh, Dennis Hopeless. And this one definitely feels a lot more. This one feels it, it feels like a flash comic. You know it. it because we're obviously getting Wally West and the kids, it does feel. I thought that the the shift there was a downturn in the in the adrenaline a little bit that I felt it was. Uh, it, it had a decidedly different feel than the first two chapters. It slowed it down. It, it because I I was I found myself as a fan of War for Earth three. I was actually missing some of the other players. I was kind of like I, I really wanted to see them. But as a Flash fan, obviously I love seeing Wally West. I love seeing Linda. Like you said, her struggle about deciding oh now's not a good time to tell Wally I got superpowers <laughs> and the interaction with the kids. So I was kind of torn, which is kind of a high compliment here because I'm loving War for Earth three and I'm really I'm loving what uh, uh, I'm loving what uh, Jeremy Adams is doing with. Uh, uh, with with Flash here, and it's good to see Johnny Quick. It's it's going to be interesting, you know that that cosmic treadmill is that's kind of a go to device that's used multiple times by various players in in various stories across the DC universe. So it's not surprising that Amanda Waller wants to use it. Exactly what for? We'll have to wait and see. But I had a lot of I had fun with this. Uh, th- it did have a feel kind of like a filler issue for War for Earth three, but. Uh, uh, no buts. Uh, I'm I'm enjoying it, and um, yeah, it's good. I'm I'm looking forward to the, to the fourth chapter coming up because only two chapters left, right? Only right five. Yeah, it's only a, yeah, it's only a five part series. So th- yeah, that's why I was a little surprised. I I I almost expected this chapter to to be a little more, you know, focused on on Earth three, more focused on the the actual war. But uh, it felt like it was sort of half and half with us still getting Jeremy Adams' regular story. And then some some setup. I mean, really, the the War for Earth three stuff here is Johnny Quick is there, Mirror Master is there, and this theft of the cosmic treadmill. So, still feels important and feels like it it connects. But yeah, it wasn't like you said; it wasn't as action packed as those first couple of issues. So yeah, kind of kind of curious to see how it's all gonna it's all gonna play out. But again, I mean, I'm enjoying what Jeremy Adams is doing, and he's really focusing on. Um, you know, his, his story and, and focus on planting seeds for future stuff. Like, you know, this thing with Linda getting powers is going to end up being a, a big thing down the line. So, uh, it was great that he, he brought it up again. Yeah. I just thought, I just thought I'd give a shout out as you're talking there. Uh, there is a nice memoriam to, uh, Brian Augustine at the, at the end of the flash issue. Uh, and it's a nice tribute, uh, given by Mark Wade, who was a longtime collaborator with uh, uh, Brian Augustine on, and they had a very notable uh, flash run. So I thought that was a nice tribute at the end. Yeah. Brian Augustine, very local here to, uh, to Phoenix and very much part of the the comic scene here. I used to see, I mean, did every show that was, you know, even remotely local, even, you know, a little like free comic book day thing. He'd be be at stuff, do signings or whatever. Yeah. It's a, it's a big loss. The man loved comics for sure. So, 
Uh, all right. Well, anything else to add about War for Earth 3 or should we call it? Uh, no, that's it, man. Just, uh, you know, I, I encourage everyone. I'm enjoying this. I, I hope everybody comes back for number four. Uh, the, the next, the next, I can't even remember what comic it's in. It's in, it's in Teen Titans Academy yeah, of all things. Yeah, so yeah. We, we might actually get a great issue of Teen Titans Academy with any luck. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it crosses over quite a bit more. I mean, I don't feel like there's a lot of Teen Titans Academy storyline that needs to be, needs to have room made for it. Like, um, Jeremy Adams had to do here for what he has going on. So hopefully, yeah, the action ramps up. We'll have to wait and see. But anyway, that's going to do it for this episode, everybody. Uh, again, just War for Earth 3 in this one. We have uh, our Trial of Amazon Spotlight as well that also just covers one book and then the regular DC Spotlight with all the rest. So we hope you join us for those. We appreciate you uh, taking the time, and we'll talk to you next time. See you later. You can find the Comic Source Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or whichever podcasting app you prefer. Please tell all your friends about us, subscribe, and rate us. The ratings really help with our visibility and our ability to reach new listeners, especially five-star reviews on Apple. Also be sure to visit us at lrmonline.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover all our other great pop culture content. If you want to email us, the email address is thecomicsourceblog at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash the comic source. Do a search for the comic source on Facebook and Instagram to follow us on those social platforms. All three spots are great places to find out when we release new episodes as well as follow all our convention coverage. So once again, we want to thank everyone for listening and we'll talk to you next time.